welcome to Talking Trades, a weekly podcast where we talk about comics so you don't have to. I'm Jeremy, I'm a DC fan. And I'm John, I'm a Marvel nut. And we are talking about heroes in crisis. Crisis. But first, John, we missed last week because I was in school. How are we you did. doing? How was your week? Uh, it was fine. Normal Long. Week. Long week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you read anything? Uh, I read this. And then you read a little bit of what we're reading next time. Yeah, I read about halfway through uh, Squirrel Girl Beats Up the Marvel Universe. Did you see any movies or watch any movies or anything? Sorry, Jessica Jones. How is it? Season three? Fine. Not great? Not terrible? Correct. It's fine. fine. What's her name? Uh, Don't tell me her name. It is... Oh my god. What's her the name? Actress? Yeah, first letter. Okay, thanks. Butthole. And she, does, she does a good job again? Yeah, no, she she crushes the performance. Of course. Um, I think with Jessica Jones, like, Purple Man, that whole arc is, like, perfect. Yeah, that was a super compelling story. Um, Yeah. I didn't watch You're getting some yet. payoff now. Oh, you didn't see two yet? Okay, well then. Is David Tennant in two? He's in an episode. Oh. I really liked that character. I thought it was... Re- well, I don't it like that character, but it's a really compelling story, season one was. And plays very well <laughs> off of Jessica Jones. It, it, it's just... It's it's perfect. So, I mean, season two is lack of that, and season three... So far, I'm like three of, I think, 13, so I got a ways to go. But, uh... And shows can change. Honestly. And shows can change yeah, drastically, yeah. yes. But I like the themes. Like, so far, the bad guy is, like, a serial killer. Okay. And he hates Jessica Jones because she gets free passes because she's super. Interesting. And he hates like all supers. And I'm, I'm down like, with that's that pretty kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Um, a lot of development with um, uh, Patsy. Okay. And uh, oh, Hellcat. Is she Hellcat now? Uh, yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. Cool. She's like catish powers. And then um, what? She's like superpowers? Kind of. Whatever. I don't care. Like, at one point, she's thrown out a window and, like, lands on her two feet. Oh, my God. Oh, no. And no one ever said Hellcat was, like, top tier. No. <laughs> um, and then uh, the whole thing with Jerry is, like, it's compelling and interesting. Jerry? Jerry the, 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 the very... Addict? No, the lawyer. Oh, oh, oh. Trinity. Yeah. From the Matrix, of course. A.K.A. the coldest bitch in the MCU. She is. She's mean. I love that character so much, but she's so ridiculous. I would love to see her in the uh, the, t- the movies. What, what's The only thing is, like, with, with all the stuff having, Netflix, having been canceled on Netflix, like, yes, it could be picked up elsewhere, but currently it's not. I really wanted the payoff of a Jerry versus Murdoch court battle. Oh. That was, like... My dream scenario for this for this <sighs> universe, and I don't think we're gonna get. Man, it. I haven't watched Daredevil since. I haven't seen three. I think I just saw Defenders. Turned me off of Daredevil three. I didn't even watch Defenders. It's fine. Yeah, man, I'm There's pretty. A lot much, of ninjas. I feel like I'm good on like a lot of, um, of the Marvel Netflix show. <laughs> I'm good. I just I want to finish up Jessica Jones. Uh, I did Luke Cage through. I did Iron Fist through. Um, How many season Luke two are there? way better. Two each. Okay. Iron, uh, yeah, those are the only two to get two seasons. Season two of what was way better? Iron Fist. Uh, yeah, was way better. Way better. First of all, it's ten episodes. Is that thirteen? Really Secondly, that they character. took the feedback of Danny Rand into account. So oh, good. it's 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 a bit different. I really like that character. 
I might give it another. Season, I, I think you'd like season two of uh, Iron Fist because I was watching season one. I'm like, there's way more corporate intrigue than I bargained for in this yeah. kung fu show. And the, and and the fighting wasn't great. <laughs> it wasn't. Like it was mediocre. At best. I, if you're going to do mediocre fighting, I say lean fully into the like '70s kung fu thing with the ridiculous panels, like oh yeah, camera angles and stuff like that. Like lean, make it a very style. hard into it. Make it a instead style. of just doing mediocre stuff. I turn my phone on silent. Clear your lightsaber away as well. Yikes! You just don't want don't want to die. Um. But yeah, that's uh. So, so that's that. I, I don't even like a review in progress. But like that's just kind of all I did as that's far as cool, like though. watching your stuff was that. Um, we saw Spider Man. Yeah, that's it. So we did the one shot on Spider Man. Sweet. Uh, how are you? You do anything? Uh, I had class. And that was tiring. Neat. neat. No, not neat. <laughs> it was fine. Um, what else did I do? I read this. Obviously, I read it actually in just in one sitting today. Um, <laughs> I wa- I played uh, Breath of the Wild. That was my Ooh. big thing. That I did. I've been watching Yu Gi Oh like a weeb, even though I'm not like any- I do- I hate anime, but Yu Gi Oh is like the one. I'm like, this is fine. I watched. I'm on the yeah, third I, season of I the see that, second series. Of I that. see that uh, Evangelion's on Netflix. I'm like, ooh, do I want to be trash today, or do I want to be trash today? So far, I've not been trash today. So, I, so like my setup was like after class, if I had nothing that I had to do, like if I had like an hour at before I go to sleep, that's like what class is. I would have my tablet on my table watching Yu-Gi-Oh, and I'd be playing Breath of the Wild because um, I hadn't touched Breath of the Wild. Good since living I, since I first since it came out. And I was like, I've never done the DLC. I have to do the DLC eventually. So I did it. Then I had to go get the memories because you can't end that game the wrong way. Then Zelda's mad at you. Obviously. And so I did all this. I like redid the, beat the whole game. That game is, oh, it's so good. Ooh, it's so good. It's good. I kind of get back to it, but like I kind of don't. I kind of just want to wait for the new one. You might have to wait a while for the new one. That's fine. I got Odyssey. I got stuff I haven't done in Odyssey. And then I got two games coming out this month. Like, I got... I'm okay. Yeah, I'm gonna... I'm potentially gonna go on a train ride a little bit longer than an hour train ride on Friday. And so I might pick up Marvel then and just cruise through that. That game looks like so much fun. Very excited for that. Um, But that's... I really had a kind of an uneventful week in the week we were off, which is kind of nice. But um, there was a lot of news to talk about. Maybe we should start talking about that in This Week in Geek. News before Comic-Con? What? Yes. That's crazy. This Week in Geek. This Week in Geek. I I started recording while you were talking, but I don't care. Cool. This Week in Geek. We've got some speculation, and we've got some actual news, and then we have a costume. Ooh. Let's start with um, actual news. Uh, Titans. You know the show. Titans. I'm familiar with that I enjoyed that show. Uh, Season 2 is coming out potentially as soon as today. We I don't know. There's not a release date as far as I'm aware, and if there is, I think it's done. I believe so. Wow. Okay. I believe so. Let me double check that. Now that you say that, you look so incredulous as I say that. Anyway, they released a poster for the new season because they're doing a Hall H thing, and so DC brought posters of all of their big shows that are exclusive to the Hall H that you can get. If you're there. So they have like a Black Lightning one. They have a Swamp Thing one. They have a new Teen Titans one. Then they have just a Titans one. And what's cool about this one, it shows all of the characters in like a, a big 
uh, like a splash page kind of thing. And on there, on that poster, John, let's see if you notice anything strange. Notice so you've got anything strange. So you've got Dick Grayson. Yep. You got Raven. Raven you got Jason Todd. Yep. You got Donna Troy. Mm-hmm. Starfire. Yep. Beast Boy, Hawk and Dove. Uh, and there's there's a there's a doggo. Yeah, what's special about that doggo? It's got red eyes. It's Crypto. The super dog? Yeah. Crypto the super dog is going to be in uh, Titans season cute. 2. I'm so excited. Uh, October that's real cute. St- October 12th. 12th. Oh, it is the 12th. It is October 12th. October 12th is when we get Titan season 2. Cool. Which I will binge. It's such a good show. I heard a bit... There was a lot of stuff going around when Titans had finished. Because America gets it on DC Universe. Yes. Every other territory, here's the whole season on Netflix. So I've heard that there's a better watching experience to just watch it all instead of wait a week for episodes. Yes. Yeah? Oh, yes. Okay. Wait, is that... Like, that's how is, the show so is just so It, like, goes out initially it, it to yeah. everywhere? Oh, I have a VPN. I'm just going to go to Sam in Canada. I'm just going to That's what I heard anyway. I'm going to watch that. That's awesome. Um, that would be better. Week to week is not great. I did not watch it week to week. I waited until it was all out. Uh, and just watched it all okay. once. It was so good. Um, but yeah, so Crypto's coming. And I was really excited about that. Uh, our next bit of news. Um, Akira. Yes. You know it. I know of it. I I've, have not seen I it. I tried to watch it. I did I not tried like to it. watch it. I did not like it. It is, uh, it is a product like of its time. It's the first like, major animated it's Japanese the, motion, motion it's picture. It's the biggest. It was the first anime movie um, to hit the states with any like regard, it is. It's a it's a classic, and it is a classic. It's like if you like anime, it's fine. I don't like anime, so I was really not into it. And then the storyline is just kind of convoluted. I just wasn't into it. They're making a live action adaptation. Taika Waititi is supposed to be doing it. Um, I do like Taika Waititi. Who doesn't? It has now been delayed, which is unfortunate. But that's the, fine. The reason it's being delayed, as long as that live action Ava movie is still coming out in two thousand six, everything's gonna be great. What's that? What's Ava? The Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh, dude, I don't know. You're making, you're saying weeb stuff now. I am. Oh, I so I so am, I'm lost. Like, give it a ride on Netflix. I'm not gonna do that. Give it a ride. No. Give it a ride. It's anime. Yeah. Give I like it a ride. I like a total of three animes, and one yeah, of them is same. Cowboy Bebop. Same. I don't like a lot of them. I don't like the genre as a whole. I love me some Ava. Uh, maybe I'll check it out. But anyway, the reason it looks like why it's being delayed is because Taika Waititi is going to direct Thor 4. Thor? Thor 4. Thor? Ragnarok 2. Um, which is going to be... I already can tell you that movie is going to be great. I'm very excited. Because Taika Waititi did a phenomenal job so, with Ragnarok. Okay, is Hemsworth... Confirmed to be in Guardians 3? Or no? I thought so. Okay, cool. I thought they were going to call it the Asgardians of the Galaxy. I would stick with Volume 3. I I think it's got more brand recognition. Hey man, I'm good either way. I'm not going to see it. (laughs) I just, I'm so done with the, I'm so done with the Guardians of the Galaxy. I just don't care. Now you're going to see it and we're going to record it once. It's going to be great. I'm going to see it once and just be super bummed. And that's fine. That's what I did with uh, Guardians 2. Yeah, I saw, the, I saw the drive-in and was just like, I'm good with never seeing this again. It's so mediocre. 
in my personal opinion. And I understand it's not. It's some people love it more than anything. It's just not. A, a lot of people love it. It's not my thing. We're just dude. not those people. No, we're not. Um, so yeah, there's that. Sticking with the MCU news. Yeah. Craven the Hunter. In the MCU. Rumored to be. He still my beating heart. So okay, so Boss Logic. You know, have you seen Boss Logic? Right, he does all those cool art things on Instagram. Um, he does like concept posters or posters from oh, movies. Yeah, he I did the Thor worthy picture. That's his thing. He said on Twitter, "Take this with a grain of salt." This isn't like so and so wants to be. I'm gonna take it with like a lick of salt, and by that I mean a salt lick. Look at yeah. Okay. So I've heard from a source that the idea of Craven being from hashtag Wakanda, from a tribe that no longer exists due to them being exiled by the royals, is on the table. How cool could that be? It could be. It could be insane. And then he did his own mock-up of it, and it's a it's an African man with like um, with like glowing purple daggers, which could be vibranium, and he's got like a uh, a special eye. I would be super He's into... He's got, like, a lion pelt, but, yeah. like, the face is split in two. I'd be super into the idea of having a um, a Wakandan Craven the Hunter. You could also do the regular version of Craven the Hunter, the, the Craven the Hunter we all know from, like, somewhere in Russia, kind of, or whatever. As seen in Squirrel Girl. It doesn't matter how you do Craven the Hunter as long as you do Craven the Hunter, because... Th- He's a great character, but having this type of character would be super cool. And like they're they're changing a lot of Spider-Man stuff, all of which has been for the better. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> so they they're definitely open to that notion. Um, the was that it for Marvel for MCU? Mm-hmm. So the thing I had, I guess, because I remembered it. Um, you remember you remember Far From Home? It wasn't that long. It was really good. So you know when they're in New York for like a hot second, and they're swinging, and there's a construction behind them. So there's a lot of speculation going on with that sign, and it was Wait, like which sign? When I think it's even the trailers when um, Peter drops MJ down, and there's like the construction behind them. Yeah, it's like the sign where yeah, it's yeah. like. So it's it says like we can't wait to show you what's next. It's like one two three question mark. People are like, ooh, is that Fantastic Four? I took it to be just phase four or nothing. Yeah, or nothing. Yeah, yeah I, I would think we're nothing. But here's the thing. People have pointed out that in that shot, while they're talking to each other, the, the camera angle changes, whatever, but it's, it's still there. Um, they are... It's, it's very noticeable. There's a sign for 42nd Street, which is, is, where, the Baxter which is, is? where the Baxter building is. So it could be Fantastic Four. Or it could also be nothing. Man. Or it could be like how Peter Parker was in Iron Man 2 and like maybe they'll just make that the thing anyway. Who's to say? I just feel like the Fantastic Four shouldn't be that hard to screw up or shouldn't be that hard to do. Oh, they're, they're very easy to screw up. But uh, Yeah, but they should, <laughs> they should not be that difficult to do correctly, in my opinion. And it, I understand. It's like you want you're saying it's easy to be creative. No, not at all. But no. their character archetypes are so simple. Mm-hmm. You got the girl. You got the, the hothead. Literally, you got the angry rockman, and then you got the 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 jerk who knows too much and stretches. You made Tony Stark a C level character 
the hottest thing the in the Marvel Universe. Of the MCU. And Captain America, a B-list character, the second hottest thing in the universe. How... It's not... These people have proven that they can do it. There are talented people who love the IP. The Guardians of the, the Galaxy. Galaxy. Was a nothing franchise. An actual nothing franchise. And now they're massive. It's not hard, man, with these with these people. And I think especially now with the MCU with Phase 4 and Forward that the space is established. We've been there. Yeah. We've seen a lot of it. That it's not crazy out of place to do something like the Fantastic Four. Also, you're missing out on one of the greatest villains of all time. Not just the Marvel Universe. The greatest villains of all time. Do. How do you, how do you hurt yourself by not having Doom? Mm-hmm. It's not, that's all you're doing. You're only hurting yourself. And I've heard people say like, "Hey, you can do, you can just do Doom and not Fantastic Four. and I'd be, I'd be super in. I wish that they had, would just drop a hint of the Fantastic Four already exists. We don't need an origin story. I think that's what Far From Home was. Was it like, hey, look, this thing's going up on Forty Second Street? What could that? Because like, they didn't have to make that that the street sign that noticeable in the shot. Yeah, but they did. If it was the DC universe, that it would have been fifty-two, and it would have just been like, get it, get it, hundred <laughs> percent. Do you get it? Um, okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of comics that aren't great, we didn't talk about Ooh. comics that aren't great. I'm just assuming. Yeah. <laughs> um, a bunch of X Men died. When I say a bunch, I mean like two, and none of them, and neither of them matter. So an uncanny X Men twenty two spoilers, I guess. Uncanny X Men twenty two. We're not reading this. No one. I'm who cares? not reading it. Um. You have Havoc and Warlocks die. Mm. And then a bunch of other X-Men show up and it's sad. I don't know. It's it's not great. <laughs> I thought, when I clicked this article to read it, I thought it was going to be like, oh my god, they killed Wolverine again. They don't. But I was like, this is going to be... Uh, oh, Havoc's dead. Sweet. Havoc... Cool, cool, cool. Who's this other guy? I don't care. <laughs> so never mind. Um, last but not least, Havoc is just famous for being a Summers. Yes, that's about it. Oh yeah, so it's like it, it, it looks like it's gonna. Uh, when I was reading through it, it's gonna propel Cyclops along in the, in like his arc right now. So like that would make sense. His brother dying mm. would propel him. Um, Which like it's stupid, but like sometimes you have to do that. Dark Phoenix, like I. Don't hate Cyclops. People complain. I don't know why, but that movie like, yeah. oh, is the yeah. best portrayal of Cyclops I've ever seen. Oh, I thought you were just going to say like it's stupid to have like, someone die as a character motivation. It is. Um, it is, but it, it is. it's also a trope. It just is what yeah. it is. Um, but how do you not only sell comics, but also write your next five? You know, it, it just, it's too easy. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't disagree. Um, last but not least... Melissa Benoist, Supergirl, on the TV show Supergirl, which is a phenomenal show. Kara herself. Um, is getting a new costume. And it's a big deal because... Can you guess why? What do you know about Supergirl's costume? Is what? blue. It's blue. What is? What it's else is on it? It's got a skirt. It's got a skirt. It's got an S. Yeah, okay. So if it's you had... cape. To, so noting cape, skirt, S, blue... Four things. Let's just say it's one is of it none of those. No, it's one of those <laughs> things. What would you change? This is great air. Ooh, I actually don't know. I didn't think about this. So it's that one of those four things is what changes. Uh, uh, blue. Nope, still blue. Skirt. Yep, no skirt. Hmm. 
She's nude. <laughs> it's crazy. No. Um, they got rid of the skirt and they gave her pants. All right. Um, so I'll post the picture, or Don will post a picture on our Facebook. Uh, and people are up in arms about this. No, it's just this okay. is cool. Like, this is really cool. It was a sneak. It was a sneak pick um, like from the set. Too. Yeah, she's got bangs now. She's great. Melissa Bonas is really good. She is super girl, she's man. Great. I wish I had more time because I really enjoyed that show. I'm just now getting to uh, the Flash season four. Four. Hmm. The Thinker. Yeah, you're well past me in Flash. Oh. Cool, 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 I, cool. I think the last one I did was I'm the, well behind though. The the, the uh, I cannot remember his name. The the guy the speedster who's at the power of all the speedsters. Zoom. All black? Yes. Season three, right? Zoom. Yeah. I yeah. think that was the last one I did. That one? That guy right there? Probably. Not to be spoiler. Yeah. Well I think we can spoil it. It came out like four years ago. Trying to be Barry, right? Yeah. yeah, that's that's what that's what I did. Yeah, and he's like, that was, a, that was a good season. I miss Iris, so I want to kill Iris. That was a really good season. That's a really good show. So uh, that's all the Go news. The City that's in that fit season. to print uh, twice. It was crazy. That's such a good. I show. I had it on. I was like, Are you watch your Planet of the Apes. I'm like, No, it's the Flash. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Obviously, this is the Flash. Um, that's all the news. Is fit to print. You ready to go on to our book? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's, I was taking a sip, but yes. Let's talk about Heroes in Crisis. Here's your pull list. It's a crisis. There's a crisis. Welcome to the Crisis ASMR. <laughs> this week in Geek. <laughs> We're talking about Heroes in Crisis. Crisis is a word in the DC universe that is... I was going to ask you about that. It's so overused. But it's like, it's like they're... This is their their so word like, that signifies was, yeah. an event. Could you could you describe kind of the weight of using crisis? Okay, so the first crisis was crisis on infinite Earths. Infinite crisis, multiple crisis Earth, final crisis. Oh, don't we don't talk about final crisis in this house, John? It's one of the ones I know. <laughs> so, um, so so the first one that came out was the crisis on infinite Earths. which was a great Arrowverse event. Yeah, sure. It's also it was a seminal book in the DC universe. A lot of things about the DC universe that you know or you think you know or that you like come from that event. Barry Allen dies in that event. Uh, Supergirl dies in that event. You introduce the multiverse as a thing that like brings in the Golden and Silver Age comics and brings in the new comics and old comics. It's the introduction of the Anti-Monitor and the Monitor. It's a huge deal. It is... I've actually never finished it. It's so... It's written in 1985, and it's so 1985. It's very dense. It's very like... 1985! Oh my god, dude. Like Some of the stuff that you can think of that's just like... Oh, but they did the thing. And then it cuts to like them in the head. They're like, oh, but the thing. That reminds me of this one time when I was sad. Oh, my, my claustrophobia. It's just like, it's really 80s, man. <laughs> you're claustrophobic when you're sad. <laughs> I was trying to go with like a storm reference. <laughs> no, it's, that's, that's a good one. Uh, it's, it's really good, but it's... <laughs> um, actually, wait, maybe it started even earlier. No, it was Infinite Um So you have, there's a lot of them. So you have the Crisis on Infinite Earths, Zero Hour Crisis in Time, Infinite Crisis, Final Crisis, the Flashpoint is considered a crisis, Convergence is considered a crisis, so, Dark Knight's Metal is considered a crisis, then you have Identity Crisis. So Crisis... And then now Heroes in Crisis. Does 
kind of means something specific, or is that like their term for crossover? No, no, no. It means something. It's like what they they've only titled four events: Crisis, Crisis on Infinite Earths, Crisis in Time, but now Infinite like crisis, Flashpoint's a crisis. crisis. It's considered a crisis because it's like um, when you know, when like it looks from what I'm understanding from this, the way I took it as is their big summer event, but they've only done like seven. Um, but it's the thing that holds the most weight. It's the multiverses colliding. It usually involves more than one uh, universe. Okay. Because uh, that yeah, would explain every one of these. Points. Every one of these includes that would definitely explain convergence. convergence. Uh, <sighs> we're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to do Final Crisis on here at some point. We are. How are we gonna? How are we gonna do a sequel to the convergence episode? <laughs> oh my god! Maybe we should do it for an April episode. Sure. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. Anyway, this is Heroes in Crisis. Um, and for a really quick overview of the plot, you have this place called... Um, Sanctuary. Sanctuary, where superheroes can go and talk about their feelings and get some help, mental health help. Because mental health is insanely important, and mm-hmm. obviously superheroes need it. But it's kept a secret because if the public knew that superheroes weren't perfect, they might worry. Which is understandable, yep. because in this world with superheroes, who knows? Also, mental health is not held in the highest regard in the real universe. Correct. So, you have that. Um, Correct. And, and and I've never had a main comic book. Like, main, I guess. A summer event? Uh, not a summer event. Or a big event? I don't know. But, like, a gigantically published comic book, like, tackle mental health or address mental health other than it's a character flaw. Or there's a rape. Yes. Identity crisis. Yikes. Yikes. We did do that one. Um, I still like that book. I just understand it's problematic. But yeah, so I, I like that that was not only the at the forefront, but kind of the thrust of the book. Yeah. Was... So, so originally I thought, looking at just the very first cover, there's a mask and a robe. I thought this was going to be about Psycho Pirate. I can see that, and I was I like, I was like, yo, that. I would love to see a more serious take on. Psycho My first thought was Madame Mask. I'm like, nope, that's Marvel. Yes, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, these masks. I definitely really, get it. Yeah. The masks are cool. Yeah, they don't come up much though. No, not, not as much as like I was hoping. Five frames, like that's what you get. These yeah. masks and the cover. So uh, at Sanctuary, the heroes are allowed to go and say whatever they want. Everything's immediately deleted. Nothing's kept. Um, Batman set it up that way, and, the, and he actually set it up that way. He didn't like have a backdoor in it. Correct. Um, and the 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 system it's a it's built with Kryptonian technology that was created with by Batman, and then they so, also took in Wonder Woman's compassion. Yes. So it's the Trinity together, which I love. Did this Trinity stories? Mm-hmm. The three of them are so good together. Um, and there's a massive murder at Sanctuary, like. Um, like several, like six or seven people die. Yes, and you have uh, two pretty big characters, Arsenal and Wally West are dead, and then you have the information is getting leaked as well. Also, so it's yeah, a big deal because Lois is getting these videos from the puddlers, and Superman's like, "Huh?" And she's like, "It's a big story. It is news." Like, uh. we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, so for now, let's talk about the actual book. 
So yeah, so the the, the event hap- opens up with the murders. What's cool is on the cover of every on the first page page of every issue, you have like um, a major event like that would need trauma. that would need counseling. Yeah, yeah. That so you, you have get trauma. So uh, you dig. Issue death one, issue one's death of Superman. Issue two is when Batman gets his back broken Nightfall. by Bane. You have issue three is the uh, when Wonder Woman kills Maxwell Lord. You have issue four is when Aquaman loses his hand. I know one of them's birth of Harley. And birth is in quotes. Yep. Uh, Jason Todd gets murdered in five. You monsters. You <laughs> voted for it. Uh, this is when uh, issue six is when Barry Allen runs into the Speed Force and dies in Infinite Crisis. Uh, Christ on Infinite Earths. Uh, actually, I don't know if there's one for seven. Seven just has the go see Shazam. Seven has go see Shazam. <laughs> and the page where it would be because that was that was the time. Yep. Uh, eight is eight is eight the Harley Harley Quinn, and nine is and nine doesn't have one either. So seven and nine don't have one, which makes sense. Seven is the. Uh, the monk. Here's what happened. And, and nine is wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. Uh, b- actually, both those issues don't really need it. It's already pretty heavy. Um, but yeah. So, issue one opens up with us at Sanctuary, and everything's going fine. Everyone's happy. Um, and well, actually, it doesn't open. It opens at a uh, Booster Gold. Booster Gold <laughs> is sitting, and he's like, yo, some stuff happened. But then it cuts to Harley at Sanctuary, and she's, you know, sad. Um, but then Booster and Harley start fighting. And you don't know why, but they both say that the other one killed a bunch of people, and then the Trinity goes to Sanctuary and they see a bunch of dead people. And, and it's cut throughout by these like confessional style things. Like you ever seen like the real world Big Brother? Any kind of trash. Like you, yeah, you'll see like two, <laughs> two, people, two people will be talking. Like uh, there's a really good vine, mm-hmm. and it's uh oh, I don't like strawberry soda. It's Car- this is Kardashians. I don't like strawberry soda. And then, uh, what do you have to drink? I'll have a strawberry soda. Oh my God, that she really betrayed me. <laughs> it's, like, <she's> like, <laughs> it's trash reality TV. Right. Like, these are not that, but like that's what I but think of. But that's the of. style of it, where yes. it's just a character talking to the camera. It's that's a confessional, kinda, yeah. yeah. It's super, it's, that's, that joke is funny as hell. But these are like, hey, I'm ex-hero and... I've done this thing, and I'm trying to work through it. And it's just a lot of those. Yep, like, uh, my, in this issue, I think the best example of that is Arsenal. Where it goes, I'm Arsenal, and I'm a superhero and an addict. So two things. And it kind of goes back into his yeah. story. Um, yeah. So it, it just gives you a lot of context, um, which was helpful for me because I had not recognized a lot of the characters. Some of these characters, characters were made just for this. Oh, yeah? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that helps. Like, Hotspot was just made for this. Um, cool. Because I'm like, I have no clue. Is Tattooed Man original? Yes, he's cool. Is he? Okay. Cool. Yeah. So he can, like, take the tattoos off and throw them, and they become alive. So, like, you know, like uh, he has one that's, like, uh, um, like barbed wire, and he can throw it at people. He's cool. Because I'm uh, like, I know a lot of Tattooed Men. He, like, what's, what's I so he, special about I think him? he's big with, like, uh, Black Lightning. I think Black Lightning is, like, one of oh, his sure. uh, nemeses. Um so yeah, so issue one is just really the Trinity, like, oh my god, what happened here? This could have, this looks like it definitely was um, Harley Quinn. And by the way, Sanctuary is not just some fancy facility, it's it's a farmhouse in Oklahoma. In Kansas. In, I'm sorry, in Kansas. A panhandle of Kansas, what it says. It's a panhandle in Kansas, why does it say that? I also remember the word panhandle. It, it, it's. Not... I'm going to look it up, you keep talking. 
cool. Um, yeah, so it's it's this unassuming place. So then you go inside, and it's like a facility. And there, they gave you the master talking about the game. They gave you those for anonymity. Yes. Uh, the, the robe, same reason. Because it, it should be a safe space, and that's why all the data is deleted, why there are no backups, because what you say is for you, and it cannot and should not be used against you by anyone. Uh, what's cool is the computer can also simulate anything. So it can simulate any event you need to work through, any event you need to revisit, any event you just want to see again. And, you know, if you, uh, there's the... I don't even know, it's Family Guy, it's some stupid cartoon. But it's like, super salad, salad, no, 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 soup, soup! But it was too late. Like, it yeah. could go back, it's trivial, but it can go back and you can, it can have you order the soup. Like, it's stuff like that, where you don't have to torture yourself with what could have been, or like, oh man, I wish I could have done X. You, you have, it gives you the ability to do that and get that catharsis. And yeah, it doesn't change the events that transpired, but it's a very realistic simulation. Which is very good for mental health, I, I think, anyway. I'm, yes. I'm definitely no expert, uh, full disclosure. But, like, I don't think I don't think I know any doctors, medical doctors. I don't know any doctors. So. I'm trying to figure out where this takes place. I thought it was Kansas. It is not the biggest of deals. No, but now I'm bummed. I don't know this off the top of my head. Anyway. We can fix it for the outro. Anyway, you have... Um, so at the scene of the crime, Batman notices something by uh, this figure who did this is the puddler. It's like yeah, it says because of the like the I don't know. Oh, the, well, I forget what the messages. I'll get, is, I'll get there. I, I got yeah. The oh. puddlers are all dead. Yes. So what a puddler is, and it tells you later in the book what a puddler is is when they were making when they were smelting iron. You'd have these people, they were called the puddlers. And what they would do is they would go, when the iron was smelted, they would take all the impurities out so that they could make the perfect bar of iron and it would be smelted and they could use it to make cities and stuff. And we'll go further into that later. Okay. Because I think that when it's revealed is the right time to go with it. So Batman uh, looks into this and he's like, yo, this is definitely Harley Quinn. And Booster Gold thinks that Harley did it. Harley thinks that Booster Gold did it. They're not sure which one it is, but Batman's convinced it's Harley. Yeah. I was reading this at the shop. They're like, what's, what are you reading? I'm like, uh, Heroes in Crisis. They're like, oh. They hadn't heard about oh, it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's neat. They're like, what's going on? I'm like, well, Booster Gold saying Harley Quinn killed a bunch of people. Harley Quinn saying Booster Gold killed a bunch of people. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's the point where And you don't know for, like, a lot of this book you what don't. happened. Roughly eight issues. But they both <laughs> believe it was the other. So you have um, uh, Booster goes to Wall or to Barry and he's like, "Hey, what did you find out about the? Did you do the autopsies yet?" And Barry's like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Well, you know, this is this." And he's like, "Barry doesn't know, but it turns out that uh, he finds out very quickly because he goes to Sanctuary and sees that Wally's dead. Wally, his best friend and uh, nephew." is dead, and he's like, what did you do, Booster? So now Barry's against uh, Booster. Barry's convinced that Booster did it. Batman's convinced Harley Quinn did it. There's evidence that goes both ways. Mm -hmm. Booster goes to Ted Kord. Ted Kord is the Blue Beetle. Did you know that? No. So he's the Blue Beetle. He's the original Blue Beetle. Um, I know blue and gold's a thing. I don't know much about it. Yeah, they're buddies. They're homies. Uh, Bros is for superheroes. That's their thing. Um, So you have... Actually, it's hoes. Not for them. It's Bros. Before Superheroes. In the they, book, they, they say, say hoes. No, they say heroes. Twice. They say heroes? Yeah. <laughs> I read that as hoes. Yeah, you I'm read like, it wrong. That's weird. 
<laughs> so so he goes to Blue Beetle. You're a bad Sorry, person. Wow. Um, I was like running a tournament trying to figure stuff out. Hey man, I read it all it's in fun. one shot today. So like, I, I'm with you. Uh, so Harley goes to Batgirl. She's like, hey, I need your help. This is the, also the first time I'd seen the new Batgirl uh, design. I don't like it. No. I, but I also, I really like the Babs we're, we're quite partial to Burnside. It's so good. It's the I, it's the perfect design. Mm-hmm. Babstar did the perfect Batgirl, and I told her that to her face, and she says, I agree. <laughs> I said, your Batgirl is the best Batgirl. She goes, I think so, too. <laughs> Babstar was such a sweetheart. She's, she's, she's the best. Her art's so good. Mm-hmm. I have a Batgirl pin from her, and I love her. Um, Batgirl and Babstar, both of them. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. So Harley <laughs> goes to Batgirl. And they're, so Batgirl is trying to help Harley prove her innocence, as is Ted Cord trying to help um, Booster Gold. Um, they're looking about this corpse, looking at the corpse, and Booster notices something weird about the corpse. Wally's corpse. It's too old because he knows time stuff. He mm-hmm. really is familiar with time stuff. So that's a little weird. We should go check that out. By and, too old, it's like five, five days, days too old. old. Five days older than it should. Because everything's carbon dated. Uh, so then you have the Flash is helping Batman investigate the murders, and you have um, everyone's upset. What's cool about this scene is you have uh, so Booster and Ted are like, "Hey, what's a dumb thing we could do that they'll never expect? We go right to Barry mm-hmm. in his in his office and we look through his notes. They're they're too smart to think that we would do that. They th- would think highly higher. I of love us. that. I love that so much. And they're like, "Sweet, let's do that." So they do that, and Barry's like, "Why are you here? <laughs> this is so dumb." They knock him unconscious. Well, because this is the second encounter he's had with Barry. Yeah. So it's like it didn't go well the first time. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you doing it again? He's like, "Okay, cool. You're right. I won't move if you don't move." <laughs> then Ted knocks him unconscious, <laughs> saving uh, Booster's life. I but that's that. how they, I love that. That's how they able to get the autopsy notes. So then there's a great scene where uh, Barry goes to Batman and he's like, there is. He's like, yeah, Booster Gold, I know. <laughs> so then he's like, yeah, they set off. Uh, there's a bunch of time people who have like information on Booster Gold, and the second that he pops up, we'll know. So Barry's like, sweet, and he runs through all of like the different continents. You're not in Australia. <laughs> And Batman's like, why don't you just use the radio? He goes, I'm faster than a radio. And he's like, well, I guess that's true. Maybe you are. But anyway, you don't have to. And he's gone. And he keeps running back. They're not in, they're not in Russia. They're not in Canada. <laughs> he keeps coming back. It's really funny. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, he uses the Batman. He's like, I'm faster. And Batman, like, pauses and goes, well, I guess they're in the right circumstances. That's <laughs> yeah, great. Um, so you've got that going on. Uh so then it, it I gotta say the humor in this book like landed well it, it does I think this book does a really good job of going really dark really funny really dark mm-hmm. really funny um, so you have so to go to the dark let's talk about the dark a little bit the puddler is leaking information uh, so this information is supposed to be deleted everywhere yeah it's you, not supposed to exist you cannot delete things it just doesn't happen so what Batman did was he set up when everything so if you go into the confessional and you record something it goes away as soon as you're done it's just there so you can listen to yourself and talk to somebody. And it records it technically, but then as soon as you're done, it scatters it into millions of different pieces that you could, it would take one regular human um, a, tw- a, a billion years to recover yeah. it. But the but that's not what's important is the fact that it's, it's not technically gone. And uh, Clark, Because it can't be. Clark and uh, Diane are like, hey, 
Are you sure that it's I mean, Batman's like I did not program a backdoor. I did not use this to make mm-hmm. to find weaknesses out. I swear, Which because would because, be very much in Batman's character yes. to do. He said because I go there too. I'm not. I don't want my stuff to get out. Um, and you see a really heartwarming yeah, thing oh, about that. Yeah. Um, you get you get his confessional. You get his. Point. You get Diana's and you get Clark's at one point, and they're all very good. They're all very sad. Um, like Clark's just to go off on a side tangent. Clark talks no, about go the, for it. There's a there's a ton of these confessionals. We won't get to all of them. And they're, yeah, it's just impossible to cover up. But there's a ton of them in this in this book. So uh, for a, a, a more somber note, I'll talk about Clark's. I'm not so complaining. Really like I like them. Yeah. His is, okay, so I was raised to be Clark Kent. And then I'm also Superman. But I made Clark clumsier and I made Clark, and I made Superman more sure-footed. I made Clark goofy and i made superman always perfect so in creating these two characters that go so far with each other i don't know who i am mm-hmm. i have to be perfect but i can't and so you see that superman's really conflicted character which, which is really was great i love that depth diana's is about how she got scared one night and she ran into her mother's room looking for comfort but then her mother had been shot with an arrow and was bleeding out on her bed and was like screaming and so she said so after that I would wait I woke up other nights but I just wouldn't go to my mother because you know what sometimes you just have to bite your lip people are going through worse stuff so it's like it's an old adage of don't ever complain someone might have it worse than you and you Mm -hmm. shouldn't complain but that the way I have always seen that is is if you can't complain then that means your problems aren't valid which is not fair. Okay, that's that's how is that I fair? About that you can always feel that someone. You can always sympathize with somebody else, but if you don't get to have your problems, then that's not fair to you. Like Diana then doesn't get to experience problems. She always, she says she bites her lip, and I was like, so like that really opened the character up to being, oh, she doesn't get to feel. Mm-hmm. She has to always put others above her, which is not fair because she's a person too, it's even if she's fair. a goddess. Yeah. But like it breaks that down mental health-wise, and it talks about Batman. He's like, I've always trained a partner, and then they die. Why do I bring people around who are going to die? Why do I hurt those I love? Stuff like that. So it really shows these characters in another light, which I always love when comic books do that, when they take a character and they're like, hey, you know this character you love? Here's another dimension. Well, I always love when when books can breathe and allow for character development, and this book has a lot of that. Oh my god, yeah. The character development's great. I love that that's the, like, pretty much the A-plot. is just the characters developing and interacting. It was was very refreshing. I really enjoyed it. It's really good. It's really, really good. I like that part a lot about this book. Um, So so you have this information is just scattered to the wind. But somehow it's getting out and Lois is getting it. And she's like, I don't know what to do with this information, Clark. And he's like, well, you can't. But you have to. But... But, but you can't, so it comes into, like... And she's like, here's the thing. If I don't, in her mind, somebody else will. So if I do it, you can help me spin the story. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I get that. And I, you're right. He he puts on his journalist glasses as opposed to his superhero glasses or his um, Clark glasses. He's just like, hey, I get it. Because he's a journalist, just like her. And he, it's also his wife, and he loves her a lot, and he yep. wants her to be happy. So he's like, okay, we'll spin the story the right way. He doesn't tell the other two in the Trinity that it's happening until it it's goes happening. until it goes live. And so <laughs> they don't get happening. to do damage control, and they're really mad. 
um, understandably. But Which, also like, understandably, the kind of funny talks a lot about this. Um, there was a story that basically they were interviewing someone from Sony before PS4 came out, and they mentioned PlayStation 4, which at the time was not confirmed to be in development. And the guy was like, oh yeah, blah, blah, PS4. And then it was a whole thing of like, do you know what we just did? We got the world, we got someone to acknowledge PS4. That's like a big deal. And they decided to not use it because like, it was it was a, a thing between like, so do we run with this and then force it out there, but then like this, this guy's kind of screwed. Yeah. Like, or not, do we build a source for later? Or do we just like let it go when there's more concrete things to explore? Like it's, you don't, because you're in journalism, you don't necessarily have to report literally everything. To the yes, and yes. that's kind of what it was driving at. Yeah, it was yeah. a roundabout way to get there, but we got there, and that's that was a good parallel I felt with this. Oh, absolutely. Book. Um, so the information does get out there, and everyone's like, "How is this happening? How is this possible?" Um, Clark then goes out and does a he and Diana go out and do a press release, and they're like, "Hey, we're going to address this head on." And it is rough. It's hard to read. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to look for that one real quick. Um, why don't you quickly in talk the, about... Yeah, in the meantime, um, one of the arcs I really loved was uh, Batgirl and Harley Quinn. Oh, yeah. Because they're... Because the whole thing is like they're going to... They're trying to explore. They're trying to figure this out. And Batgirl's like, okay, Harley, listen... Don't murder anyone. And she's like, we are investigating. I won't murder. And she's like, fine, I won't murder him. I'll just kill him to pieces. She's like, that's "That's the same thing, Harley. (laughs) It's a running joke that I love and appreciate. I love Harley Quinn, but like just the amount of synonyms she has for murder is is ridiculous. They're the dynamic or duo. The dynamic or duo, yep. It's it's so great. And then they meet up with, uh, with the... uh, blue and gold. Blue and gold, and and Harley and uh, Booster Gold are talking, and then um, meanwhile uh, Barbara and Ted. Blue Ted are talking, and she's like, "Just like so you know, I I don't usually work this way." And like, she's, it's she's not, really not following thing. protocol, and then Ted yeah. goes, "I'm working with Booster, so I get it." She's like, oh, so you get it? <laughs> so you get it? So you get it? They're like, hilarious. That scene was just price. Like, listen, this isn't usually what happens. <laughs> so funny. Um, okay, so I found the statement. So they talk about, um, you know, hey, there was an incident. There's a secret place that you didn't know about. But here's the thing: Sanctuary is a. It's kept out of public eye, but it's a place of respite where those who were like around murder or who had to hurt somebody or killed somebody are able to go. So this is the great, my favorite quote. The question then arises naturally if we need peace, if we need to heal, if we need anything, does that mean that we are broken? Are we somehow polluted? Are we somehow, because of what we have done, are we somehow now forever unworthy of your trust. If we acknowledge that those who fight are also vulnerable are sometimes afraid, does that mean that you who may not have fought are now vulnerable? Does that mean that you are, does that mean you all should be afraid? And it then goes on to talk about how no, it's okay to be broken. It's okay. You're not broken. You don't need to be fixed. 
Because right. I, I hate that when people are talking about, you need to go talk to a therapist so you can get fixed. No one needs to be fixed. People need to be helped. Because to say you're fixed means that something is broken or something's wrong with you. Yes. Which is not the case. Mental health is not, that's not the way it is. But to that same point, if you broke your arm, would you put a cast on it? Hell yeah, you'd put a cast on it. Mental health is no different. People need help. But that doesn't mean that you're broken or worse off. It just means you're going through a tough time or something's wrong that you can need help with. And I love that they tackle this in this way. And they say that now that people know superheroes are fallible or are in need of help, they, people shouldn't be scared of them. They should be willing to help them. They should want them to get this help, to go to a sanctuary. But they can't. It's been tainted, which is really sad. Um, and that that's like the overarching theme of this whole book. Yes. And it's really good. Um to which go to again, a lighter again, not only the spotlight, but the main thrust of the book. Yes. So you talked about a thing you liked, which was Barbara and Harley. Mm-hmm. I really liked Barbara and Poison Ivy. That was also great. So they've always kind of been like Just ambiguously. Wasn't as funny as the- <laughs> no, they've always been kind of ambiguously like in love with each other. It's kind of overt. <laughs> now I think it's way more overt. Um, they're definitely. They're a couple. Harley's and bi, cool. and that's definitely a thing. She's she, she is like it's. Just, I feel like it's just well. It's fact. easy to flavor that in with like chaotic nature. Sure, but they. they I love that their relationship. She calls uh, Ivy pretty girl. Pretty girl. And it's so so. I uh, Ivy's one of the people who dies at Sanctuary. That's why Harley's so upset. That's why she wants because to kill. She Booster. saw Booster Gold kill kill Ivy. No, uh, he sees her kill Wally. She sees they both got see it, each other it. kill sorry, Wally. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um. So yeah. So now let's get into the finale of the book where there's kind of an issue. So up to this point, you've had all this great world building and all this great uh, emotion building. And I loved it. It was excellent. Phenomenal. So remember I said earlier the whole Wally's body was five days too old kind of thing? Mm-hmm. It turns out that it was too old. He... This is the part where I stopped liking this event. So... As someone who reads The Flash, mm-hmm. I really liked part of this, and I really disliked one other part of it. Do we should we talk about the part that we didn't like first? Um, yeah, just just go in the okay. order of what happened, and we'll discuss yeah. it. As okay, we get it. so the order of what happens is you now have an issue that's pure Wally. So it turns out that when Wally came back, so Wally in this universe in the DC Rebirth, he was gone. This issue, by the way, I believe begins with like. Hey, I'm Wally West. This is day one. Day one at Sanctuary. I'm excited. It's going to be great. Everything's going to be awesome. I know I've got problems, but I'm going to help. I'm going to work yep. through them. And then like it, later on, it's like, and day four. We're still doing it. It's things still great. Uh, I'm really excited. Making a lot of progress. Things are really happening. Everything's the, great. You see the start the, see the cracks in the facade. And, and then, yeah. and then But then it's like, and then uh, after week, a week, it's uh, like, week been here a week. Didn't think it'd take a week, but we're still doing it. Yeah. We're still going great. Everything's excellent. And then after, then it says two weeks, and he just says nothing. Yeah. And is crushed yeah. and sullen and sad. So, when the flashpoint happened, I'm going to have to backtrack a little bit. I apologize. That's fine. That book did so it. for context, Flashpoint. When Flashpoint happened, um, Barry screwed everything up, but he erased the white Wally. And I have to say that I'm not just being uh, like I'm not just pointing out race for no reason. The white Wally was gone. You now have the black Wally West, two people knew during the New Fifty Two. Um, when Rebirth happened, 
some stuff was going on. The Flash brought back Jay Garrick, and he brought back the White Wally West. Yep, that was, was the, his. That nephew. was the big deal in that rebirth issue. Yeah, so he brought back Wally, this Wally. When this happened, this Wally had all the memories of the past universe: Barry dying, uh, you know, pre-Flashpoint everything. It's now post-Flashpoint. Uh, Wally's children, Wally's wife, don't exist, and if they do exist. Not in the same context. He is alone in a foreign universe. Yes, he has Barry. Yes, he has Iris. In this book, is Iris his daughter's name named after? He named his daughter after after his his sister. Because Iris would be his sister, correct? Oh, no. Because Wally... Barry marries... Iris. Iris. So Wally... Oh, my God. So they're not siblings like in the show? Hold on. In the show. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 no. Um, okay. So Wallace West is the Black Wally. And that is Iris's nephew. That's what it was. That's Iris's nephew. Wally West. They've changed things so many times and it's so annoying because I feel like I get a really good grasp on something and then they change it. And it's crazy. He is... Time travel's crazy, man. It's insane. Where is his relationships? Um, Sorry, people. Hold on. His... Okay. Nephew of Barry Allen. So he's just Barry's nephew, I guess. I don't know why. He He names his daughter Iris as well. That might just have been... Hey, we only have three names because it's the 60s. I don't know. Um, we paid for Iris. It, it We're going to get her mileage. It doesn't matter right now. The point is, um, this Wally is Barry's nephew and also one of his best friends. And they love each other. But Wally is without his main support group, which is his wife and two children who he loved more than anything in the world. Mm-hmm. So that's going to... I mean, some people can't go days or minutes without their loved ones. He has gone months and weeks and years now without them. So he's having a breakdown. So he goes to Sanctuary, and after a few weeks, he just can't handle it. Um, So he goes into... So he's convinced that Sanctuary doesn't actually exist. It's all done just for him, because no one's going through what he went through. No one has felt pain like he's feeling. So everyone must just be lying to him to make him feel better. This is what's in his head. So he goes, you know what? It would take one guy a billion years to find all this data. But I'm the fastest man alive, one of them. So he goes into the data terminal and he's able to... This part was like... <laughs> for anybody who doesn't read The Flash, people be like, that's so dumb. Nah, I get it. It's totally believable. The Flash can do weird stuff like this. It's fine. He goes into the data and he finds every bit of data that's ever been recorded at Sanctuary. And, and then assembles he, it. And he watches it. And then he experiences... All of the pain. He finds out not only was he not the only one to feel, he's the only one to feel this exact moment or exact type of trauma, but he sees that all these heroes have gone through horrible things that are on par and just as sad as what he went through. And it, if it, like, he soaks it all in and it hurts so bad. He can't handle it. So... If you know anything about the Speed Force, the Speed Force is essentially lightning in a bottle to really boil it down. And lightning in a bottle works because it stays in the bottle. But if that bottle ever cracks, the lightning shoots out. Mm -hmm. 
So he has now cracked mentally in such a way that he can barely handle it. And the speed force flies out of him. So he runs outside to like get some fresh air and kind of vent and calm down. But because he touched all of the data, the security in Sanctuary is like, hey, everyone get out now. We got an emergency. We got a breach. So they don't say a breach. They say emergency. Leave. So everyone leaves and um, they're like, hey, Wally, are you okay? And he can't handle that. It's too much stimuli. He explodes, killing everybody. But he lives. But wait, Wally died, I'm hearing you say. They saw his body. He didn't die. But he did kill everybody. And he cannot handle the fact that he killed everybody. So what he does is he goes back into Sanctuary and he's looking around. He sees that Booster Gold was there because Booster Gold was there on his first day. Yep. And he didn't leave the um, one of the rooms, like the virtual reality rooms. And Harley Quinn is there and she didn't leave the virtual reality rooms yet. He doesn't know why. It doesn't matter why. But he, as they're walking out, he speed quickly speeds them back in and makes them see each other killing yep. everybody. So he, Harley gets a simulation of Booster Gold killing Wally and Booster gets a simulation of Harley killing Wally. So they believe that the other one So they both everybody. have seen the other kill yes. Wally. So then Wally leaves clues. And that then he, when it's over, he quickly takes him outside to where the simulation ended. Yes. Made sure it ended with at different spots. So he could, yes. Yeah, it was. So he, so since he's been around Barry Allen his whole life, he knows how to fake a crime scene. So he leaves just enough clues that it makes it look like they both could have done it. He, he looks, knows that He Batman, knows what Batman would look for. He knows what Barry would look for. Leading them both to believe separate paths, which yep. I mentioned earlier. Then he goes forward five days into the future and... Um, he is going to kill his future self, leave his future self there, and, and then plant the rose. And that closes the loop. Yeah, and he says he says plant the rose. The one who's been there for five days says plant the rose. The rose was given to Harley by, and it showed up Ivy. in like issue four for like a panel. I'm just like, all right. So the rose is um, ivy, and it, they're able to regrow uh, ivy from it. Ivy, Through the green, poison which ivy. I thought was really cool. I'm now really excited for a poison ivy that's straight up in the green. Because Swamp Thing is one of the coolest characters in the world, and we need to read Swamp Thing one day on here. Sure. Uh, Swamp okay. Thing is one of the coolest characters ever written. He's so interesting. Um, and you get... Uh, so now we get a poison ivy in the green, and the green is so cool. Anyway... Um, so that's the loop. Now you have that Wally um, didn't die, but then he kills himself because he can't handle it. Um, what he did. So we now know this. Booster's able to figure this out. Or he's able to figure out that there's two Wallys. Wally's not dead mm-hmm. because of the five days in the future thing. Before we get to the cons, let me just wrap up the story. Yeah, yeah no, definitely wrap up the story, then we'll then we'll discuss. Sorry, I'm talking a lot, ladies and gentlemen, but this is just it's this is the whole story. It's a little convoluted. Um, so you have the heroes, the the Batgirl and Harley and Blue and Gold all go to where Wally is. They're able to find Wally, and there's two Wallys, and they stop him from killing himself. They're like, not only is Wally alive, but there's two of them. So. <laughs> They, they're able to stop this. And when they do, the uh, Wally, who has been there for five days, says, Hey, don't kill me. You don't have to kill me. We, we can figure this out. Because, yes, you went through some horrible pain, but that doesn't mean that you're... 
a bad person. You know, you can't, you don't have to do this. The younger Wall is like, well, that's fine, I guess, but I feel like I should sacrifice myself now because I kill all these people. I'm a hero. That's what heroes do. Yep. And while it's snow, heroes help, and that includes helping themselves. So he's the culprit. He's the victim. It's all kind of convoluted. So they're able to convince young Wally, five-day, the original Wally, don't kill the old Wally. You'll be fine. Mm -hmm. They come up with a new plan. They go to the future and clone a body um, so they can leave a body there still to close the loop. But then the Wally that was five days old is able to turn himself in for his crimes, and he is able to atone for his sins, essentially. And... Everyone kind of moves on after that. Did I miss anything? I feel like that's everything. I think that's everything. I just oh, to... uh, oh, so he... Wally was the one sending off the information to Lois for five days, waiting to die. But in that five days, he learned that it's okay. And this is where the puddlers and thing yeah, comes Yeah, and he picked the puddlers because... He picked what the they, pseudonym, the puddlers. Yes. Because the in history, the puddlers, what they were doing was killing them. It was too taxing on their bodies, and it they were dying because of it. The fumes result. and stuff that were coming off yes. the iron killed them. So it's the perfect kind of allegory for like what these heroes are doing is killing them. And the, the and the reason it's so apt, it not only is it killing them, but it's killing them, and they are so valuable. The the people the original puddlers who made the iron without them, we would not have the infrastructure, the cities. The everything that we have now, mm-hmm. because the, the the iron just wouldn't have been as good, and so yes, they they killed themselves to build a better future. So now Wally has to kill himself to build a better future. The cons. It's a great story up until issue six, until issue seven. Yeah. Issue seven is where we find out, or is it eight? Find it's out seven. What? We found out about Wally. Wally is issue seven. You. you, you. Maybe it's eight. It's eight. The point is, it's so, it's such a, uh, I still really like the story as a whole. I think it's really interesting. I think it's really, like, I was like, wow, Wally did it. That's crazy. The way they explain it is so, it just seems like they were written into a corner and then they just didn't know how to get out of it. So that's exactly my problem with it is like, cool. Like, I was digging Detective Story. When Wally was back, I'm like, all right, let's see what happens with this. I'm like, cool, this is paying off Rebirth. That's also really cool. Um, and, like, they have this whole plot, and they take the enti- almost the entire final issue to, like, explain this plot. That's, the, how yeah, it that's works. issue eight. It explains the... In- it's the whole issue. Yeah. The whole explain issue. Explain how this works. And then at the end, they're like, oh, well, obviously, you guys, time travel, it's easy. We just need a body. We can easily just go and get that. So, like, they, they come up with this scenario, this impossible scenario. They describe the one way it can work and the one character who can do it and why that character can do it. But I'm at the end of it, I'm just like, great. What was the point? Like, I understand that that's how you got out of the story, but, like, you took this really cool concept... You took a, a very important issue, mental health, and boiled it down to, well, I mean, Wally can do it because the Flash, and, like, we did it, and he's the only one who could have done it. And you're like, cool, that's not why I was reading this story. <laughs> was, was the, I was reading this for the mental health. I was reading it for the character development. I don't think that. Not, like, 
maybe it's just me then. I don't know. I think I that up to, like... up to the, the... I think everything leading up to the very... I think they handle mental health well. I mean, again... They do. I, it me. doesn't take away what they do for mental yeah. health, but, like... Well, I really... The climax really like... was not where I thought we were going to go with it, and I was dissatisfied with it. It's like... If you ever play like a like a fifty hour RPG and the final boss is like some guy who was never mentioned, it I'm just like, felt rushed. Or not rushed is the wrong word. It didn't it, feel rushed. It it felt thought out. But it's like I got this plan. Here's the here's this, and then we're gonna take this hard left. Not a hard left. Like, and then this is how it could. This is how that this could only have gone down. I'm like, that's a clever idea, and I understand it. It doesn't do the story service or justice. It started at the end. They said this is how this is this is what's going to happen. Now we can work backwards, which, in a lot of ways, that's the smartest way to write a story. Is start at the end, so you know where you're going to end up and where how you're going to get there. But it was like, this has to be the ending. Well, that that's silly. Why would you do that? That's it, the whole point, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, it it doesn't. It's not like congruent with the rest of this event. Yes, that's exactly what I'm thinking. If it and I don't know how you write this. How, I don't either. How you I'm it. also not paid to write these. No, and I like Tom King. Tom I don't King get wrote paid this. To consume we these. didn't even talk about. We didn't talk about who wrote or drew this. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we're totally messed up. We can do that right so now. Deep in this. I apologize. Tom uh, King is the writer, um, and there was a bunch of artists, um, a bunch of amazing artists on this actually. Um, Clay Man illustrated a lot of it. You also had, which is not a pseudonym for Clayface. I hate you. I hate you so much. You tell me that any confounds should be above that kind of stuff? Can you shut up? Can you just like, yeah. shut up forever? Um, I'm just saying Edward Nigma. There was a ton of people who worked on this. Mm. Yeah, so, okay. So, I like Tom King a lot. I literally like his stories. But this is now two of them where I'm like, really? The Wedding and this. But I liked the wedding. Oh, he did the wedding. Okay. I really liked the wedding. I thought the wedding was... Um, it wasn't like... It definitely wasn't bad. But it was very much like not what I was expecting. And I was like sad. But I wasn't dissatisfied with that. I was just sad because I wanted Batman to be happy for once. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tomel, Tomel Mori worked on this. You also have... So Tom King, Clayman, Tomu Mori... I'm sorry if I'm butchering names. You also had Lee Weeks and Rainer Barreto. A lot of people. So they, there was a cool thing they did in this book where like some pages were illustrated by different people. Um, but all of the confessional scenes were all illustrated by Clayman. Every single one of them. Uh, you also had Mitch Jareds. And I think there was one more artist on here it was kind of cool that you get the same artist doing the confessionals because then it almost gives well consistent feeling but also kind of gives like a lens filter yes just by being done by a different person which is really cool yes um so uh, yeah like we said we don't write this stuff we're not paid to write it we're not paid to talk about either you said which is funny it I don't know how I feel. I mean, I know I feel, but I don't know, man. Like, like 
it came off as like I'm clever, and this is how it's good. This is the only. There's this com- this is ridiculous scenario, and here's how we're gonna solve it. And it's like cool. What does that have to do with the other seven issues? Yeah, it didn't have the same themes. It's the same character. So but I'm reading through a quick article right here to talk about why it's better than you think. The, and I'm sure it is. Well, no, and like it, I think, but it, I it, think honestly, the reading it the way about. I read it, which was not all in one sit through, I believed it a disservice to myself. I just didn't have the time to read well, nine issues. But that's also not how it was written, or that's not how it was released. That's true. So that's not like that's a bunch true. of people would have that issue. I read it all at once, and I I still had uh, an issue or two with it. That being said, I'm a person who I feel like can say, oh, the ending was bad, but I'm going to take all the positives out of the middle because this middle and beginning have an incredible amount They're of They're very positives. good. They're very so good. So good. You get all of these positives from this book where it's just mental health and why mental health is important and, you know, don't neglect mental health. Don't And the whole hurt. Superman, Wonder Woman, when they're, when they're given their speech about Sanctuary, like, that's easily half of an issue. There's yeah. other events happening, but then to the side of the panel, there's little, like, jagged and square boxes that are the broadcast. Yes. And it shows you across the DC universe, just different stuff going on. That's a, It's really well done, and a lot of good stuff is in this book. I just was very unsatisfied with the ending and how it did not line up with the rest of what we read, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I, I feel like there's just a better way it could have been ended, but it's not... There and I, I don't have an opinion. No, no. Like I don't no, have an opinion. opinion. I don't have an idea of how, but like I, I agree there had to have been something. Yeah. And I guess keep Wally because his storyline's so compelling that he's you know misses his wife and that's why he does it and everything up to that point is fine, but it just it was just it's just the way it was told. I guess it's just so. Really, that's what you're gonna. And I like what you said. It's like. I'm smarter than you. I knew this was going to happen from the beginning. It, it, it felt, it did feel kind of like Nana Nana Boo Boo. Look what I can do. Ex- yeah, that's. And we're supposed to be on this journey about mental health, and when you've seen these devastating things, and your life has been, has had these crises happen to you. Like, how do you come back from that? Can you come back from that? Is it and, okay if and you don't? Yeah, exactly. And these themes were just. Maybe not abandoned, but like not dealt. Not I, de- served I definitely don't feel like they were abandoned. I feel like that part was still done well, in my personal opinion. That was done really well because you still have the, um, it's okay to hurt. You know, yeah, you messed up, but it's going to be okay. Like that part was all fine to me. Yeah, it was the my issue was that it was just so convoluted. Like, mm-hmm. did it have to be Wally in this way? Do we have to go to the future to have the body? Yes, I know you have the time loop, but maybe don't introduce time travel then. You could have had the no time travel part and just had, well, then how do you get Booster Gold in there? I don't know. Maybe you don't have to have Booster Gold. You but, have a bevy of characters you can use right, in the yeah. DC universe. <laughs> Some you made up for this, which is fine. But it just, it was so, that was my issue is that it's convoluted. I don't think the, the, now, when you the message read a comic and you away. see Booster Gold, should you just expect time travel? Is that like just kind of a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, that's like his thing. Um, that's his thing, but that's and that's fine. Like I said, I have no problem with how the is- the issues were handled. I have no problem with how everything was written. It's just that it was so much like I would have never gotten there because you didn't give me enough clues. I guess if there was another issue, giving me dropping more hints. 
Maybe if I go back and read it again, I don't know. It just felt like it was like, and a lot of like, it is how did you like, get there? Because like the scenes with Batman are asserting that Harley Ju- Harley Quinn absolutely killed him. Yes, and the scenes with um, Barry with Barry are asserting that yes, Booster Gold absolutely killed them. Yes, and as the reader, you're taking these both as you're supposed to be taking these both as true. But then at the end, the answer is neither. It's it's like. But I'm okay they, with that. I think that's fine. It's great. Yeah. Mis, it's great misdirection. But you should have been sure. dropping more clues as to who really did it. Yes. Like oh, but like it has to be Harley. What about this one thing that clearly points to Wally? Mm, couldn't have been that. That must be just a joke, or must be a mis. There's, it must be wrong. There's a magic set called Dragon's Maze, and it has. How did I know you're gonna relate to magic somehow? Uh, sorry, man. Most of my life. So. <laughs> I've been playing for most of my life. The uh, yeah. so the story of this this thing, the basic thing is like there are these. There's this maze. It's called Dragon's Maze. There's this maze, and each guild sends like its best runner at the maze, and who's gonna get? Who's gonna solve the, the maze? maze runner. And it's someone else. And it's and not, I'm like, and, and there's no hints dropped. Come about on, that. no, not yeah, even no, kind see, of. That's ridic- ridiculous. Seriously, like that's something. So that maybe that's how I'd fix standing. I would drop more clues to it being Wally, but like that's not possible. Mm-hmm. Like make me think there's no way that'd be crazy. They don't. He doesn't do that. He's just like it's like yeah, like you said, clue, clue, clue towards three other conclusions. Ah, it's none of that. You were wrong. You idiot. Yep. I have no of problem. Of course, it was this. I, yeah, and yeah, and that's it's like how could it have been that? There was zero clues. How could it have been anything else? Yeah. That's my issue, is just how the ending was handled. I love every bit of this story, as far as mental health goes. I think it was done perfectly. It, as perfect as you can do it with yes. superheroes and mental health. Um, but without, yeah. without releasing a textbook. Oh, my God. I would, take <laughs> that. Like, I would take that class, though. Oh, no, that'd be sweet, but, like... <sighs> that'd be so good. Textbooks yeah. are expensive. <laughs> and also boring. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I think that... There, I'm glad we worked this... I'm, see? You're my therapist. <laughs> I can go talk in my confessional about how I'm really glad that John helped me through it, but now I'm mad at Tom King. <laughs> I'm not mad at Tom King, by the way. I still think he's a fantastic writer. Um, uh, very talented. That can't even be close to argued. Just just this. I have this one issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of people I was reading have issues with this book because uh, apparently like the release schedule is messed up and the um, it was advertised very poorly. And so they were led. I missed the marketing. I didn't see any of it either. Okay. But apparently like people were like led astray and that's why they're mad about this book. Um, so, you know, typical people just mad on the internet things. I'm looking, I'm looking at that now. You look into that. We can talk about it in the outro because I think it's time we get to the outro. Um, last thoughts on this book. Overall, what would you give it? I'm going to give it a B. I liked so much of it. I'm going to give it a B. The, uh, I feel like if I have to give it a, a comment, it's because the conclusion is fine, but the evidence wasn't given for it. That's my feeling. A B. Yeah. The, the art I, is an A plus I did enjoy most of my time with this event. Yeah, I'll give it a B as well. I really did enjoy most of my time with this event. Yeah, I loved it. Um, I just, the ending just really kind of soured it. Sure. That's why you give it the B. All right. Well, let's get to the outro.
that's the podcast this week, John. Um, real briefly to talk about what we read, um, we read an article real quick about what people didn't like about Heroes in Crisis. Uh, the first part of the article talked about what we kind of talked about, although it just way more eloquently. Better than we did. It basically just said that it gave you no hint that Wally was going to be the murderer, and then it expects you to just have this as a foregone conclusion. It could have used more um, steps and evidence leading up to that. It would have been good. The other thing the article talks about is the marketing. It was marketed as a book that's going to break the mold, and it didn't. And it's going to be... It's not... Like, unlike other comic book events, this one is going to focus on mental health. And and it did, but it also... I will say, though, it is very action-light to its credit. Yes. The article then goes on to talk about how this is not the best depiction of mental health, which to which I say, duh. Uh, comic books are not the medium to talk about mental health. At least not... I shouldn't say that. There are certain comic books that I'm sure can do it, but DC Comics, that's not what they're known for or trying to do. So if you go into a... It's like McDonald's, man. You don't go to McDonald's expecting um, filet mignon. That's just because that's not what they do. You shouldn't go into a DC or Marvel book expecting the most transcendent thing you've ever read. Some of them are phenomenal and really well written, but it's not going to be... William Faulkner, or it's exactly. not going to be like this transcendent piece of media. It's However, to the article's credit and the comparison you made, if McDonald's had advertised Flame and Non, you would expect yes. it to be at least passable. Which is why I'm very glad we don't we didn't look at the uh, we did not look at any of the advertisement. For yeah, I miss it entirely. It would you said it would have soured you? Oh, absolutely. Which, I'm I'm still soured about Arkham Knight. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know you just mentioned that while I was in the restroom. Um, don't give them the, all the behind the curtain. Hey, man. It's where I live. I go to the bathroom and I read comic books. That's what I do. That's pretty much all I do lately. Which is fine, actually. Go to the bathroom and read comic books. Well, you can't go to the bathroom while you're reading comic I guess I could. I you could. I don't go to the bathroom in the living room. How's that? Which I is mean, good. I, cre- I credit you for that. Thank you. You know? I, I try. Um, so that's basically what the article talked about. Some of it I agree with, some of it I disagree with. It is what it is. It's also an opinion piece. That's, yeah, that's how opinion pieces kind of go. Yeah. Um, I still liked the book. I just feel like there was... It, and there are, there, there's at least... I, we didn't do extensive research. There's at least one, one article like saying why it's better than we thought it was. And I'm sure there are merits to that, too. It's different people's opinions. Overall, we, I like the book overall. Jeremy's coming off, I believe, more positively than I am on it. But that usually is what happens with us. Yeah, that's that's kind of our pattern. Um, but yeah, if I definitely bought into the marketing, like we, whew, yeah, man, that would I would have been really down on this book. Yeah, it would have been bad. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. But you didn't, so we're good. Yes, still give it a B. Um, all right, so let's talk about next week. Um, what we're going to be reading? We're not reading anything because it's Comic Con this week. Right. So next week we're going to do like a. Um, a recap and a kind of essentially a gigantic this week in geek is what we're kind of looking at doing here. Yeah, Ooh. kind of a cross between a variant and just a straight up this week in geek. We'll call it's it a Comic Con. We'll There's gonna be stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, this gonna be a lot more time of to read stuff. Squirrel Girl later. Hey, yeah, that's what we're the next book we're reading is um, Squirrel Girl beats up the Marvel Universe. Yep. Which is a take on the Deadpool slash Punisher kill the Marvel Universe. Yes. But much more lighthearted. Uh, oh my god, is it ever. Uh, currently, I'm really liking it. Um, I'm about halfway through. It is, it is quite the palate cleanse for Heroes in Crisis. 
Chance. Um, written by, I'm trying to find the name, but all I see is North. So it's written by North and drawn by... Oh, right, those are at the end, because that's how I did this book. Burr, 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 burr. This is excellent content. I'm loving this content. This if you excellent. also like this content, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, written by Ryan North, illustrated by Erica Henderson. Sweet. Whom we saw Z2E2 and is lovely. She is. Uh, her our, her stuff is amazing. I bought a print. Yeah, you did. Um, okay, so that's what we've got going on for the next two-ish weeks. Um, what else? There was something else I wanted to talk to you about. Um... Oh, uh, do we want to do a? I guess this could be an off-camera, th- an off-mic thing. Yeah. But a Marvel Ultimate. Gary, I know you poop. I mean, an Ultimate. Years. I didn't say poop. I said go to the bathroom. But okay. hey, people are talking. People. Are t- oh, are they? <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, I'll be right back. I'm gonna use the confessional real quick. Oh yeah, man. Sure, sure. Do what you gotta do. I really didn't like that John said people are talking because I feel like. Obviously, people talk. Who else can talk? Animals can't talk. That was pretty rude of him to say that. Oh, hey. Uh, so, thanks. So, um, yeah, yeah, anytime. Do we want to do a Marvel Ultimate Alliance review, or like Ooh. a, or like initial feelings uh, of? We've never done a game on the podcast. I mean, could be fun, and it's definitely comic related. We could be fun. Uh, I'm just gonna go do the question real quick. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Go cool, ahead. Cool. When Jeremy asked me if I want to do Marvel Ultimate Alliance, I was conflicted. Like, I want to, but it takes me a long time to beat games. I don't know if that's like a statement or something. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it, I was just wondering, like, when I said people are talking earlier, I know I didn't, like, uh, talk about it, but I mean, one person is people. That's just, like, the least amount of people. And maybe it's me. Maybe I have a different account. Anyway, um, yeah. So, okay, so I don't. Where, where are you feeling on the game thing? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can I, we can I address mean, that. Like, later. I'll be playing it, right? You'll be playing it, so we may as well. Yeah, we can talk about. Like, it can be one of those things where we don't have to do a full review. Maybe we could just do a um, like a, like impressions or something. Like, hey, this is really fun. The game's really cool. Like, or maybe we could even do just add, even... add that into an episode, like a five minute thing. Um, they're saying that the DLC for that game will only be released in. The pack. You cannot buy it separately. That makes sense. It's like so 70 bucks for the whole thing, game and DLC. It, the DLC is just 10 bucks. Come on, it's not not terrible. Yeah, I'll buy it. Um, I gotta use the confessional real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when John like didn't continue to talk about the DLC with me, I feel like he's really hurting me as a person because he knows that. I don't like to buy DLC all the time, but since I'm buying this DLC, I feel like he's silently judging me, and I just, I'm not okay with that. So, um, what were we talking about? The confessional I was messing with. about the, um, the, the DLC. Oh, yeah, that's right. And if it's we like were, 10 bucks. You were talking about the DLC. Um, yeah. What do you think about the confessional that I got? I, I think it's kind of nice. It's it's interesting. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go use it actually. Yeah, go ahead. Cool. So I know we're calling this a confessional, but really it's just a really really thick sheet pulled over the linen closet. And you took out the shelves, which is nice, so we can sit. But I gotta be honest, it's not really comfortable. Hey John. Uh, 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 John. 
Yeah. Can you get an extra towel from the linen closet? The confessional? Uh, that's, that, that's the podcast this week. Coming! You can follow us on Twitter at Talkin' Traits. You can follow Jeremy at LizardKing27 and John at Maesterlaka, M-A-E-S-T-E-R-L-A-K-A. Also find us on Facebook. And remember, we're not experts, we're fans.